Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast. Um, today I'll be talking about healing part two, okay? Um, healing is a forever journey, you know, so it's never just a one and done thing. Okay, I closed the door, now I'm healed, okay? No, it takes a lot of um, intentionality, um, you know, and it's a forever journey. There's always wisdom, you know, to be learned and stuff like that. So, but I'm just explaining this from um, my perspective, what God has done for me, the process that I had to go through. It's a process that we have to go through. Um, it's not something that you can skip over. Again, a lot of people will just be like, well, just get up and move locations and I'm just going to, you know, start over again. But guess what? A new location, you still got the same roots that are in your spirit and your heart that you got to be uprooted. Okay. Um, and listen, this is not just a normal heartbreak. This isn't, this isn't just something, you know, like that. When, when I'm talking about a narcissistic um, abuse, um, it's a diabolical assignment. As I stated before, um, when you're dealing with a narcissist, it's Satan's version of love, okay? So it's basically like Satan's version of love versus God's love, okay? Um, the seven spirits of God, which is in Isaiah 11, 2, um, verse basically Leviathan. Leviathan operates with the seven deadly sins. It's a wicked, wicked principality, um, and it's tied into the marine kingdom. So again, the narcissist is like is like Leviathan because they often do operate in that um the principality often tied in with Jezebel, Jezebel, Leviathan, that comes with a whole legion of demons. So again, you're not just dealing with one. If you are targeted by a narcissist, it's usually a diabolical assignment. It's there to steal, kill, and destroy. It's there. It's the weapon that's formed to intercept you before you walk in or know your true identity in Christ, okay? Um, and I understand not everybody is a believer. I respect that, but my ultimate goal you know, and my passion is to drop that seed to make you believe because it was only by God that I am I am saved, set free, and delivered. Okay, it is only by God that, that he snatched me from all this stuff and gave me so much wisdom and revelation. That's why it's so important, you know, to, to that it's my passion to be a voice for the voiceless. And I know so many people are struggling in silence, you know, or, or they're stuck in shame thinking that it's their own fault or that they're, you know, or whatever the case may be. So again, I'm just going to kind of come from a perspective of what has happened to me, what has happened with my system because it does ultimately it tears down your system health wise mind body spirit you know inside and on the outside so listen um, what happens is is that it's a thing called a, a parasympathetic um, nervous system it's used to de-escalate and bring calming okay it stops working and what happens and what takes over is a sympathetic nervous system it sends out masses amount of energy as a survival mechanism it's to protect us from abuse because we are in a constant state of fight or flight so it helps us manage it but what happens is we are left in a constant state of anxiety um, in the relationship and or if you have cut ties and you're coming out of the relationship, okay? Listen, healing, time does not heal, but healing takes time, okay? And I want you to know that it's what you do in that time, okay? You have to be intentional. It's not just, again, it's not when you, okay, you shut the door and now your healing's good and it's just, you're, you know, you have a lot of work to do. Um, I forgot where I read it, but it was like something like two months, two months with a narcissist it takes like two years to heal okay because it's just it's it's intense damage it's intense brain damage okay I, again i don't take this stuff lightly um so anyways listen i want to i want to also let you know that you are not crazy all right the biggest tactic of the narcissist is like they use a gaslighting tactic which makes you question your own reality i want to tell you right now you felt it 
You saw it. You're not crazy. But now what they have to do is they have to mess with your mind. Okay, so they're going to cause all this dysfunction, right? They're going to cause all this chaos. They're going to cause you to second guess yourself, second guess the reality, to make you question your own reality. Okay, it is, it is to destroy your mind. And what did I say before? Dysfunction distorts your discernment. So when you're just in so much dysfunction, sometimes you're just going to become desensitized. And then you're going to see they're training you to associate abuse with love. They're training you. And little do you know you're giving yourself over because, listen, everything is calculated they know exactly what they're doing and that's another thing that y'all need to know is they know what they're doing okay um and listen also there's a thing that that also happens it's called stockholm syndrome okay and again i don't like putting labels i believe the report of the lord i'm just i'm just you know i'm just showing you and kind of explaining what god has revealed to me and there was a time where i was always like stockholm syndrome is basically um for the abuse victims they ended up having positive feelings towards the abuser. You know, have you ever seen this even with like parents um, or the parents that are a narcissist and their kids, all of a sudden their kids would be like, no, they didn't do that. I, I love my mom. I love my dad. They didn't do that. It's Stockholm syndrome. Okay. And they're being trained to associate abuse with love. They're being trained to just tolerate it. Okay. That is wrong. Listen, you are not here to tolerate abuse. But I'll tell you one thing. If you were strong enough to endure this pain, you were strong enough to endure this abuse, you were strong enough to leave. But listen, you have to have um, an exit strategy. Now, I'm going to do another episode when you have kids, you know, with the narcissist and what to do. But this right now is just kind of breaking free from the narcissist itself without kids. This is just a, a relationship, okay? You have to have a healing or you have to have an exit strategy, okay? Now, because of the trauma bond, because of the witchcraft, um, because that's honestly what they're involved in. I don't care if, they, if they're not doing potions and stuff right in front of you, okay? Manipulation is still witchcraft, okay? But listen, you have to make up in your mind, okay? You have to make up in your mind that enough is enough. Okay, you don't have to tolerate this abuse. You are worth so much more. The problem is, is you probably didn't even realize your own worth. Okay, you don't even realize your own value. Maybe you're that people pleaser. You know what I'm saying? You were just structured in a system to people please, to bow down to them, to just, oh, they got it. You know, I'll, I'll create the peace. I, you know, I'll handle it. Look, enough is enough. Okay, you have to know your value. You have to know your worth. But listen, you have to come up with an exit strategy. Because listen, when you, when you break these ties and you actually go no contact, your mind will be um, attacked. It'll be a full force spiritual warfare attack, okay? So it's basically, you will, you will, literally your mind will be flooded with fear, okay? And because listen, when you were being abused and stuff, or maybe you ever confronted the narcissist, um, what did they do? They probably went into a fit of rage or they somehow twisted it on you, or it was your fault, so they put fear and intimidation. So therefore, you always bow down. Therefore, you won't ever confront them. Therefore, you're just always gonna be like, okay, I'm just gonna agree just to, um, so I don't have to hear the screaming. I don't have to hear that it's my fault. I don't have to question, you know, go through all this chaos. So you just end up, what happens? You shut your mouth and you bow down. No, that is not okay. So anyways, again, you have to make up in your mind. It's either one day or day one. Don't prolong your freedom. Don't, Look, the longer you stay with the narcissist, the more that you're just giving over your sanity. You're, you're giving over your destiny. You're giving over everything. You are worth more than this, okay? Um, so your mind will also be, you know, and plus the Bible says, 
Not didn't give you a spirit of fear, but a love, power, and a sound mind. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, Angel, look, I don't even know how to read the word. I was that person. I was like, you know, people are like, Angel, just pray. Just pray. Just pray more. Just read the word. Look, I get that. I'm all about the word of God. Okay, the word of God is everything. But when you're first coming out of this, you are flooded. You are so discombobulated. You have so much fog that you can't even, like, get up in the morning. You don't even know who you are anymore. Like, what happened to you? Like, what was stolen from you? Okay, so you can't just pray away trauma. Okay, but the our steps you do have to make the decision again one day or day one okay and so one thing that has helped me is like I mean I got to a point also like before I entered into my season of healing and giving God my yes you know with healing I mean it was way beyond even an ugly cry again I had such a broken spirit and broken heart um I I, I didn't even know what to do but I let it out Okay, and as I let it out, it kind of put those walls down. And I then I started inviting in Holy Spirit. I, I started, you know, walking with Christ. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I had nothing left. And if God didn't come through, I would have taken my life. There was many suicide attempts, okay? But listen, the Bible even says when you make your bed in hell, God is going to be there with you. The Bible says that he'll never leave you or forsake you. And that is true. And the word of God, literally, it, it's so true in my life because he is the same as yesterday, today, and forevermore. He has always been there. As I literally kept, you know, further on in my healing journey, he took me back to moments that he's like, see, daughter, I was always there. I'm always there trying to hold you and hug you. But listen, when we're in dysfunction and we're in this chaos and we're walking by sight, um, it derails us from everything. That's what the Bible says, to walk by faith and not by sight. Okay, we have to see our situation through God's lens and not our not through our pain or trauma, okay? And so anyways, um, when you're leaving the narcissist, your mind is going to be flooded with doubt. I know me, like, it was almost like, it, it, because it is, it's when you're with a narcissist and you're trying to break free, it's like an addiction, okay? Emotional damage is this, it, it affects the same part of the brain um as like a drug addiction okay so that's why you're, you're like wow why can't i get away from my abuser they abuse me like straight up like it's clear as day but you can't get away and you actually crave them because it is it's, it's a withdrawal it's the trauma bond that's why they pull you in at first with the love bomb they know you better than you know yourself okay they truly do it's all calculated remember narcissists are sent by satan not by god okay so anyways there was a time where I was, you know, I was trying to exit out. I, I knew God was telling me to close the door. Even if I wasn't, I wasn't submitted to Jesus at that time, but God was still telling me to close the door. And so I would, and then I would get pulled back. And then I, you know, I mean, I went back so many times, but every time I went back, they took it up a notch with the abuse, okay? Because I tolerated, I allowed it back in, okay? So you're telling these people that it's okay to treat you that way. So no more. As I spoke before, empathy without boundaries is soul destruction. And I was I, like, listen, this is not to have like an ego booster and like that, but my heart was so pure, I was even loving the devil, okay? And again, I'm not saying that, oh, all my exes are crazy. No, like they're not. Okay, and not everybody's a narcissist and not everybody's a Jezebel. Again, this is just my story and how God has broke this down to me. My heart was so pure, I would even love the devil and I couldn't go back. Plus, it's like an addiction because it's the trauma bond in your mind. That's why the renewing of your mind is so important, okay? 
So I was second guessing myself. I actually was like so hooked to my phone and I would go back to all the conversations and like literally read them for hours. I would go back to all the all the love bombing because when, when it's good, it is real good. But when it's bad, it's that fear and intimidation. So you never leave. Again, you're like you're like a dog on a leash. You're trained. You're their puppet, especially Jezebel. They have you in that, that web and they just continue to spider web. They continue to spider web you. Um, so then you just, again, then you're wrapped in so much dysfunction and you got this like demonic haze this fog that you can't even think so when you can't think what are you going to do you're just going to listen to the narcissist you're just going to bow down to the narcissist right okay so you have to make up your mind again that you are worth more and that this, this isn't this is not the love that god has for you again it's satan's version of love listen we need to get out of our emotions and into healing because love is not an emotion god is love god is spirit so when you are coming out you know listen you have to build your foundation on God, okay? So what do they say? When you hit rock bottom, you find who the rock is at the bottom, and that is Christ. So then you are going to become, you are going to become unbreakable, and you, then you're going to become so unbreakable that you're going to be uplifting to others because, listen, you don't have to suffer in silence anymore. There is freedom available to you. As I said before as well, as that we are left, we are not left without hope and help. There is hope available. There is help available, okay? So you're going to become so unbreakable and so uplifting and you're going to share your story. You're going to come out of this. I know you are. There's a reason why you are drawn to this podcast for a reason. Okay. So listen, I am here for you. You can reach out anytime. Okay. Um, so anyways, another thing you have to make up your mind. It's either one day or day one, um, but you got to stop. God has literally, and it took months after I, I cut all ties. I was still going back and forth and reading the conversations, looking at all the pictures, da, 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 and I was tormenting myself. I was doing this to myself. Okay, it was an addiction. I couldn't stop you know and because when you go back to the good memories it creates again like that euphoric feeling that good feeling so then you want to pull your you know take tear down your walls and be like oh maybe i should just reach out to them and just say i'm sorry i'm sorry i'll no 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 it's a calculated thing just to pull you back in okay and you also have to know that they will um they do this thing and it's um when you when you discard them trust me it's the biggest blow to them now, usually they will hoover, okay? Mine has called me on private numbers over and over again for a couple months, da da da. They may even be a year, and then then, they, then, then all of a sudden they'll pop back up. They're always thinking about you, remember, because they had to take your good qualities and everything good about you to become you to go get their next fuel. So their next fuel is actually not falling in love with them. They're falling in love with you, all your good characteristics. So they're always thinking of how you moved, how you operated. This is also why when they first met you, um, you were like, oh my gosh, they know me better than me like they, they they know me they know what I like they know all this stuff you know what I'm saying it's all calculated moves as I say it's like a roaring lion the, the lion doesn't pounce right away right it studies its prey okay and then it pounces so anyways um again you have to know that it, it, it's like an addiction and it's withdrawal you are not missing them okay you're not missing all the love and stuff like that it is literally just um it's an addiction and obsession so you have to be strong and you have to break this but look you can do all things through christ who gives you the strength okay you have to know that greater is he that is in you than he that is of the world okay and one thing that has helped me also with like renewing the mind and stuff um i didn't even realize that I had so many negative thoughts. I was literally consumed. It was just my survival mode. It was the way that my brain was set up after all this abuse. Even just the way that my brain was structured. Yeah, I'm a positive person. Okay, I could see the best in people. I could see, you know, this and that. But 
subconsciously I was still feeding in all these negative thoughts and then I was thinking something's wrong with me okay but no we have to come out of agreement so I had to renounce a lot of things I had to renounce fear I had to renounce insecurities I had to renounce all self-hate and self-sabotage but listen you actually have to acknowledge it first so you acknowledge it you study it and you conquer it so I had to um, acknowledge I had to be aware of the thought I was thinking and then I would have to cast it down. The Bible says cast down those vain imaginations. But in So I cast it down. But then I have to refill it with something good. This is why I always talk about meditating on the word of God. Because if you break down meditate, it's M-E-D. And I'm not talking about no um, meditation on YouTube that's these weird frequencies and stuff that's emptying out yourself. No, because what happens? The body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? So when you're emptying yourself out... Um, you're just, if you're empty, you're inviting all these demonic spirits to oppress you more. And I'm telling you, when you get deliverance, those spirits are going to try and come back and they're going to come back seven times stronger. So you have to use wisdom. You have to, you know, but God will teach you how to maintain your deliverance and stuff like that. You know, again, you know, we're being transformed into the image of Christ. So walking in the seven spirits of God, Isaiah 11 too. Okay. So, um, It, so it's going to take time to regain your sanity because again i talk about that demonic haze okay it's like you you don't even know where to begin again you're like what was stripped from me what was stolen from me look when i went in through this i was like if people ask me you know angel well what do you like to do i didn't i don't have answers because i was so used to being somebody's puppet i was so used to i had no self of self-identity i had no nothing like for real i was just let me take care of you. I was that that caretaker. Again, empathy without boundaries is soul destructions. I had zero boundaries. I was killing myself, you know, completely, mind, body, and spirit, and still giving, you know, and so I, I lost all sense of identity, you know, so God had to literally put me in this divine, it's like CPR, it's called the wilderness season, you know, and really kind of be like, okay, daughter, like, it's time. It's time for your healing. You can't do this anymore. Again, and then he started showing my value and worth. But anyways, so the word of God, the word of God, I think of it as like this. It's like a flower, right? So when you're reading the word of God and you're taking it in, you're planting. Remember I told you about the heart. The heart is God's garden. So as you are reading scripture, you're, you're, you're taking in and they're like little seeds. And as you pray, it's watering. So then you're, you're, you're uprooting all these roots. You're uprooting maybe the unforgiveness, the bitterness, the, the hate, whatever it is in your heart. You're uprooting all that stuff and you're planting the seeds of God. And then eventually as you pray, it's going to bloom. So eventually you're going to have that, you know, that scripture. I think it's like Psalms 51, create a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. That That's the transformation pro, um, progress or yeah, so it takes time. It takes time to do that. Again, healing takes time. Time doesn't heal, but healing takes time. And it's what you do in that time, you know, being intentional. Now, listen, another thing is, is you got to be very careful. When I first came out of this, one of my mistakes is opening up to people. <laughs> and I'm not saying to just be completely silent, suffering silence. I'm not saying that. But I said you have to literally be, use wisdom, okay, because there are people out there um, looking to PRE, why on you instead of pray for you. And also because of the psychological damage and the emotional damage, people aren't going to believe you. Because, listen, when you are targeted by a narcissist, the first day that you came in contact, they are already, like, because they already know your surroundings. They know your family. Like, they know all that stuff. So they're already planting seeds to sabotage you, okay, 
they're already doing the smear campaign the second you came in contact with them so while they're calculating your your downfall and, and trying to destroy you they're they're also you know working behind the scenes so when you do come out of it and you do catch that light you know what i'm saying um nobody's gonna believe you and i think of it as like this so i think of it as like a, a god give me this analogy of like cleaning house right so you walk into a house okay and they just spray fabric softener or uh, just a, a fragrance, something that smells real good, you know? So people walk in and be like, yo, like your house is so clean. Like, da -da -da, you know, it's amazing. But in actuality, it's filthy, okay? So now you walk into another house and you literally clean top to bottom. I mean, I'm talking vents, I'm talking washing walls, scrubbing everything, and it has no sense. And people are like, oh, this house is filthy, okay? This is the problem because so many people because the narcissist is not always going to physically abuse you. Again, it's more towards the mind. It's to psychologically destroy your brain, to destroy your mind, okay? And so people aren't going to believe you. And because of the fight or flight mode, and because I told you about that one system that it's like, um, it's almost like, it's almost like overdrive. And this is another thing I want to talk about. It's called a trauma, trauma drive. So when I got out of my relationship, I'm telling you, I was so motivated. I was working out. I was getting everything back in alignment. But then that started to die off. And like I went into a season. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, God, what is this? Why is this dying out? Why don't I have the energy? And he says, he says, you're not depressed. He said, you're going through transition right now. He says, you're entering more into healing, another level of healing. And that was confusing to me at first because I was like, God, but I don't even have the desires to get up anymore. I'm not taking care of myself really anymore. He says, listen, he said, you are completely removed from your abuser. So your soul is coming back into an alignment, you know, so like that piece, I thought it was like, I was like, what is, what is this piece? This is weird because again, I was so trained to be on fight or flight. I was so trained to go, 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 go. People, please take care of everybody else. Da, da, da. And I was like, what is this? So at first it's called a trauma die or trauma drive that you're just, you're on overload. You know what I'm saying? And you're motivated, everything like that. But it's part of the healing process. So you're going to go through these ups and downs. It's not that you're bipolar. It's not it's like that. Your body's trying to come back into an alignment. It's like what just happened. Okay. So listen, I also just want to tell you though too that what you just went through, it literally is like death okay I, I you'll understand this if you have actually been through this it is actually death but listen death had to happen so a rebirth could happen okay it's that resurrection power of christ when you invite jesus into your life i'm telling you that resurrection power to begin again to live again to 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 you know go forth with your destiny again because again the the narcissist was sent on it's a diabolical assignment to steal kill and destroy okay so um So again, like, you know, the, the rebirth has to happen, but it's basically like, again, dying to self, you know, you decrease so God can increase, um, but also like that old life and no longer are you that. Okay. And I understand when you're dealing with like, you know, narcissistic abuse and stuff like that, listen, you get pulled out of character and I'm telling you, everything will be used against you. So even if we got pulled out of character, maybe you even got into some rage again, the ultimate plan of the narcissist is to turn you into them. Okay. So you take on their traits, you take on their obsession, they're, they're just, their characteristics and stuff like that again it's like it's like an exchange um i, I think i um, mentioned that in like my second episode but anyways listen 
I didn't have a sense of identity. I didn't know who I was. I had no idea about my destiny, like nothing. I had no idea what the call of my life was. Like people always told me that I had a big call, but that meant nothing to me because uh, you know what I'm saying? Like people can tell me all that stuff all day long, but until I'm submitted and laid on to the one, until I'm surrendered to the one, none of that stuff's going to come to fruition, you know? So listen, finding your passion and, and your call isn't about, you know, it's not tied into careers. It's not tied into money, okay? It's about finding your authentic self, the one that you buried beneath other people's needs. Again, that was my, my biggest thing is I was just a people pleaser. I know people may hear that and just like, oh, well, you know, she's just super nice. No, like I literally gave my, every ounce of my being again empathy without boundaries is soul destruction okay so listen and plus the mind the power of the mind the narcissist is there to destroy your mind again the gaslighting is to second guess your reality it all begins and ends in your mind and whatever you give power to has power over you if you allow it again it's all in your control so if you're given again when you take back the narcissist you're just letting them take it up another notch another abuse tactic another you know what i'm saying so listen again one day or day one but listen if you if you were strong enough to endure all that pain you were strong enough to leave and to keep that door shut there is there's levels to healing again it's not just a one and done thing i know that this is so this is so hard when i when i was going through this i'm telling you it took months i'm still now i'm learning like balance i'm learning who i am i'm walking in my identity in christ i'm walking in my call of in christ you know what i'm saying and it's the best most rewarding thing ever and this is my passion again my broken heart broken spirit is is now reborn it's i had a rebirth okay and it's like that's my biggest passion my broken heart and my story can bring healing to somebody can lead them to jesus because again it was only because of jesus that i am still here okay so wash your heart in some grace but stand firm okay let god fight the battles okay he's gonna he sometimes he doesn't want you to fight these battles he knows you're not really equipped just yet but god says exodus 14 14 the battle is mine god will fight the battles you just got to stand firm and you have to obey him and that what i mean by that is that when he says close that door that means keep that door shut don't do the subliminal message on facebook i have done that oh my gosh that was like the that was like the worst thing ever you know what i'm saying because i'm just screaming i'm like in so much pain and i i want them to realize to, to know what they're doing but guess what they do know what they're doing i need y'all to know that too as I stated earlier in this episode they know exactly what they're doing it's all calculated moves um and as again it's a diabolical assignment to steal kill and destroy whether that's your identity whether that's your call of christ whatever it is it is there to steal there's nothing good um with this relationship okay and again they are on a spectrum um there are some people that are you know considered the sociopaths they have no remorse no nothing now listen i had a situation with my ex and she randomly said this you know she called me up to the gym out of nowhere it was the most bizarre thing ever and um she was like you know she goes we're surrounded by um, serial killers. And I said, excuse me, like I'm out for a walk, like, you know, like whatever. And I'm just like, wait, what? She goes, yeah, do you not know like we're surrounded by serial killers? And I said, no, she goes, they're everywhere. And then she goes, I mean, I just, I don't know any of them. Okay, and then, okay, that was that conversation. That was wild, right? Well, after I close all the doors and I'm entering in my season of healing again, Holy Spirit will bring all this stuff back to you so you can come out of agreement with some things or break the word curses that were unknowingly spoken over you and you kind of accepted it um and he says narcissists are serial killers okay again what are serial killers they murder steal kill and destroy again it's it's, it's a diabolical assignment it's after your mind it's after your soul it's after your spirit it is satan's version of love there, satan there's nothing good about satan okay so um there's nothing 
So again, when you hit rock bottom, you're going to realize that God is a solid rock on the bottom. So when you build your life on Christ, I'm telling you, um, you're you're gonna live again. You're gonna you're gonna get up again. And now you're building on God's foundation. So listen, He's gonna give you the ability to create wealth. He's gonna give you your passions. He's gonna turn all this pain into your purpose. Like look, like I'm a living testimony. This is what He's doing. This is this is my ministry. This is my passion. You know, um, it's to be a voice to the voiceless and to let y'all know that you are not crazy going through this. Because I know how many times I beat myself up and I said, God, I said, I, I, am I just being judgmental? And maybe maybe they just you know they got a mental issue. Like I, I'm not gonna leave them because they're sick in the mind like no it's a diabolical sign and you have to know the spiritual aspect of it because you cannot fight this battle in the natural okay you cannot you have to fight it in the spirit but again god will fight your battles and then at, in your healing journey he's going to equip you in that wilderness it's like the divine cpr so he's going to first lift off the demonic haze okay then he's going to put you in this this season of just like okay you're, you're, you're going to cry you're going to you know bench it all out but now we're going to get to the root cause and we're going to clean out your heart again create a clean heart renew a right spirit within me it is never a one done thing okay and i want to tell you about i want to talk about grief for a minute because listen grief it's it's different for every single person it's never just here read this book and do these 10 steps and and then your grief's gonna be great. no listen this the, these triggers and because of the intense damage and and, and abuse it, it takes time again it comes in layers so i don't want you to think that that just put a label on uh, on grief okay you have the right to heal you have the right to pull away you have you know your emotions matter you're validated and stuff and, and you're doing this on your own time now you do got to be intentional again just be, time does not heal but healing takes time but i don't want you to think that you just put labels on grief and, and it, it's it's one way you're going to grieve differently than i grieve okay um you know what i'm saying but again i think the best is when you partner with holy spirit so it will bring those kingdom results okay and when you're when you're when you're casting down these vain imaginations and you're refilling it with the word of god so in due time you're going to have the mind of christ you're, and then again you're going to begin to see clearly you're going to begin to see this whole situation through how god sees it you know what i'm saying um so it does take time and 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 everybody's grieving process is different and now you do have to grieve this you can't just out of sight out of mama tail you can't just shove it in the rug you can't just, just get up and pack your bags and go to a new location listen you have to do a lot of inner work and when you when you start to do that inner work then you're going to begin to glow remember how they or if you ever hear like oh she got that glow up yeah so let go so you can glow right but you got to let go of your old life you got to let go of your old thought patterns you have to unlearn all that behavior because listen they it's a diabolical assignment so they slowly it was like venomous it was like poison they were slowly poisoning you and they were slowly putting these demonic seeds in you and you don't even know so again it has to you have to go into that divine cpr with the father so he can reveal all the steps so we can we can you know quit it with our stinky thinking you know what i'm saying and i'll come into an agreement with who god says you are come into an agreement with you know what god thinks about you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that we invite jesus into your heart again holy spirit see we invite holy spirit in holy spirit is holy and whole okay so you're going to begin to have this balance that you maybe never had before me i never had it i was just okay i was that worker i was that i worked five jobs and then i'm everyone's hype friend I, i'm that that go-to person i'm a strong friend i had no balance okay so now when you know, i invite holy spirit in now it's like the the wholeness okay because he is holy holy spirit is holy and whole okay so 
you know, when I was with the narcissist, I'll be honest, I felt so dirty. I felt so unclean because why? I had all these demonic, it's like a transfer of spirits, right? Again, they want you to be them, they, you know, to take on their characteristics. So I ended up, you know, I got into heavy, heavy masturbation. I got heavy into pornography. And I never had in my life until I became this, you know what I'm saying? So it was this, uh, a spirit of perversion, a spirit of lust. Um, I just felt real dirty. But listen, God is amazing and he brought back my purity. I am pure. I am bold and now I'm authentic and I, you know what I'm saying? And so again, if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. So when you invite Holy Spirit, it will start to bring in um, balance. I didn't have balance. And so like even with my um, my fitness business and stuff like that, you know, when I came to Christ, I had no balance. So I was just like so hungry for Christ then. I was so hungry for my healing, you know, my next journey and this and that. And then I completely left my physical life out of it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? You know what I'm saying? But but then he's like, he's like, daughter, see, he's like, it was a setup. I let you put that stuff down for a little bit. And now he's giving me the fire and the motivation and bringing balance. So now I have my, my physical life, you know, the mind, body, and spirit back into an alignment. But he had to use that so I can relate to y'all. You know what I'm saying? That how important it is to not just worry about your spiritual life, but, spirit, uh, but your physical life too, because it's mind, body, and spirit. And because when you are working out, again, it's going to create those, that dope dopamine effect it's going to rewire your brain it's going to get the right hormones it's going to balance all that stuff you know what i'm saying because it's very very important that we have balance so your physical life you know with the exercise and stuff like that it's going to get your mind right and then, then you're going to feel your your body's going to be right on the inside and on the outside and then your spirit life you know what i'm saying god first god again that foundation god is the center of your heart so he's going to bring balance okay now you do have free will okay you do and I'm telling you, God was God is always speaking. So please do not be dismissive to the Holy Spirit. Again, I know not not everybody's a believer in this and that, but uh, man, He's done it for me. And as I look back, He has always been there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just the goodness of God. And like, listen, like I didn't even realize this, but like when I was being born. Um, when I was being born, the, the doctor told my mom to abort me because I'd have no quality of life. And I'd be in a vegetarian state. This was the day of birth. Like, this is nine months in. And the doctor said, I didn't even know this was possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could abort at nine. I, it was just something so diabolical. And they said to abort me because I have no quality of life. And I'd be in a vegetative state. The devil is a liar. Okay? So, I'm just telling you, like, like for me specifically, the devil has been after me my whole life. And I didn't even understand this until, uh, like, until I turned 30. Okay? I'm 32 now. But I didn't give my life to Christ until I was 30. All right? So, listen... But everything, all the, the diabolical assignments, all that pain, all, all of that stuff, God is turning in. He will turn it in um, to your purpose. So pain and a purpose, damage and destiny, all right? Like, listen, it, you just have to give them your yes. And I'm telling you, I know another thing is like the memory bank is a monster, right? So when you're coming out of these narcissistic relationships, you know, uh, I'm telling you one thing that your eyes are going to be open. So you may even realize that you've been in a family, a whole family system that was narcissistic traits or and are a narcissist full blown. You know, and it's it's heavy. And so, but anyways, um, the memory bank is a monster. But this is why I always say about the renewing of your mind. And I'm not saying you have to do like 10 hours of, of reading or, you know, I used to be told all the time, well, you need to pray for six hours. This is what we do and you have to do that. I, look, no, everybody is different. God has an authentic relationship. It's all about the intimacy relationship with Jesus. I ain't about a religion or any of these rituals, nothing. It's intimacy with the relationship with Jesus. Again, into me you see, which is intimacy. I was once 
blind, but now I could see. I was once in the world. I was once, you know, in the world and I couldn't see. But now I, I came out from amongst them and I'm submitted and knitted onto the one. So now I began to see. I began to see all my, my struggles. My every Even if I put myself in these situations, now I see clearly because I see it the way that God sees it. Okay, and so within that, you're gonna be you're gonna be more sober minded. You're gonna have a sound mind. You're gonna be vigilant. You're gonna have more wisdom. Again, Isaiah eleven two. That's one scripture I I stand on every single day. Isaiah eleven two. The seven spirits of God: grace, counsel, mercy, spirit of the Lord, fear of the Lord. You know, wisdom, understanding, all that stuff. So, um, I just want y'all to know though, like, look again. God did it for me. He can do it for you. And just know if you have been targeted by a narcissist, that just means you got a warrior inside of you. You got so much inside of you. This is why you were attacked. As I said earlier, it's a weapon formed to intercept you. It's to intercept you so you never walk in your God-given identity, your God-given destiny. Nothing. Listen, you are a system breaker. You are a chain breaker. And not only for this, but like you have to think like narcissism, the hand that is on humanity is narcissism. Listen, you are born to stand out. Stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to people please everyone. Da, da, da. You are that rare one. You are that called one. You are that chosen one. Okay. It is now time to come out from amongst them. It is now time to, to stand firm and let God fight your battles. It is now time to close the door on the narcissist and never go back. And I mean it. Close the door. Don't be doing those subliminal messages on Facebook. I have done that and it's bad. Okay. I have, you know what I'm saying? And I just, and then also I forgot to mention about the, I think the Hoover. They will hoover you, okay? Whether it's through phone calls or maybe they just show up in your sub or whatever it is, okay? It's a diabolical assignment. Now, listen, if they don't hoover, sometimes these victims and stuff, they're like, oh, my God, I wasn't even worth the hoover. Am I really that bad of a person? No, it's a, it's a calculated move, okay? So it's called the reverse hoover because when they're not hoovering you, again, it's the addiction. It's all calculated moves. So when they're not coming around, you're in your own mind saying, oh, my gosh, Maybe, I, are they okay? Should I reach out to them? Um, they're not even over me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's for you to be so um, in your own mind. And then so you reach back out to them and you reopen the door. And then they, oh, yeah, you know, I missed you. My life has been a mess without you. Can we just start over again? I promise you I'll put a ring on it. You know, all this stuff. It, it's a love bomb. It's a tactic. It's a tactic for you to reach out to them. So then when you reach out to them, they're going to take those text messages. They're going to take those emails. And they're going to be like, see, she's crazy. She, she wants to come back. She's saying sorry. You know what I'm saying? Or he's saying sorry. Like whatever the situation is. It's all, it's all tactics. It's all calculating moves. And also, they live off reactive abuse. They, they do it in such a calculated way, too. It's nothing but deception and manipulation. Uh, but listen, you are not left without hope and you are not left without help. I am here and I literally love you guys. I love you so much. And there's a reason why you're on this podcast, okay? Um, just know, like, you're going to get your voice back. I never thought I would. And I'll be honest. I was like... <laughs> Because it's a diabolical sign, especially when you're dealing with Jezebel, they try and silence you wholeheartedly. Jezebel is not only a spirit, um, it's a it's a territorial principality, so it wants your bloodline too. So like I said, when, you, when your eyes start to open, you're going to end up re um, realizing that maybe you were born in a system. It may not be your mom or dad, it could just be in your bloodline, but a Jezebel territory, they want, they want, your, um, they want your bloodline, okay, because you're here to to create generational wealth generational blessings legacy all that stuff so it's bigger than just a little heartbreak it's bigger than it's a diabolical assignment all right but just know like i love you i'm praying for you i'm here for you you are not alone you're gonna get your voice back you are pure you are bold and and that's it like y'all like i'm rooting for you and i love you 
again, we're in this together. You know, we are in this together. So reach out anytime. Um, and don't be scared. Everything that y'all share with me, whether you want to do it publicly on the page or reach out to me privately, look, it is locked in my heart. So um, I'm here for you. And just I just want you to know, like, you are not alone. All right. It is a process. This is heavy, heavy warfare. Um, like I said, if you've been attacked, it's because you got something you're carrying, something so big. And the enemy doesn't ever want you to catch hold of that. So I'm here to help you birth out a new version in you that you didn't even know was inside. So this breaking is literally for your making. This year is the year of history makers. Or his, his story makers, as in history, history makers. It is your year. It is your time. All right. So I love you.